We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is Danny and Dusty. What God's name is going on in here? What was that ruckus? With Danny Murray and Dusty, the fan man Hera. I was just in my office and I heard a ruckus. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app. Describe the ruckus, sir. And 1080. Don't mess with the bull, young man. You'll get the horns. The fan. Hour number two, Danny and Dusty with you on this Thursday. We got a great game coming up. Saturday in Core Vegas. Oregon State, the 11th ranked team in the country, taking on the number five ranked Washington Huskies. You know what I love about this game? This matchup, you know, like we just have close matchups sometimes with schools. We've talked about this throughout the course of the, the year. We're starting to get that with these two schools. Last two times both UW and, and Oregon State have played, uh, we had, what was it, last year you had the 10 unanswered in the fourth quarter in that 24-21 win over, uh, that the Huskies got over the Beavs. The year before that, we had the 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 it was like a the the I wouldn't call it a shootout, but it was the back and forth game mm-hmm. right where um, walk off field goal in Corvallis where the Beavs won in twenty twenty one and now we have twenty twenty three where you've got so much on the line for both the Beavs and the Huskies in this for the Huskies it's college football playoff hopes staying alive for the Beavs they got to win two of their final three games in order to have back-to-back 10 win seasons for the first time in school history like this matchup is awesome it has everything that you can want you want high stakes at the end of the season it doesn't get much more high stakes than what Oregon State is uh facing on the field it's also pretty high stakes off the field and so now we bring on our good friend from beaverblitz.com she is the owner and she does a hell of a good job covering the, this team does it better than anybody else it's angie machado angie how you doing i'm good it's a, it's a busy day today <laughs> it's a really busy day there's everything like it, it's it's crazy that with a matchup that has this magnitude to it that we're we're talking about what's the schedule in 2024 going to look like for Oregon State but there's some big news coming out we saw from Ross Dellinger uh that there is Oregon State and Washington State after the judge's ruling in Whitman County Court uh that they are going to be moving forward now and trying to figure out their hybrid schedule but you may have the uh, Lee Corso, not so fast, my friend here, with what the national uh, pundits are saying about what the what the Beavs and the Cougs may be doing. What are you hearing from the Oregon State side of things? Yeah, you know, it's it's this huge narrative right now, and I think it's all being led from Gloria Alvarez in the in the Mountain West Conference, which is great, right? I mean, she doesn't want to see her conference picked apart. I get it. I mean, she. Mm-hmm. Um, but this would be, I mean, if this happens, this would be Oregon State and Washington State's like way down the list plan. So will, will, the, will Oregon State and Washington State be playing some Mountain West schools? Absolutely. But what I'm hearing is more of an independent type schedule for the two for two years. Um, you know, I, what I'm hearing is, you know, roughly four, five uh, power four teams, 
six Mountain West teams and then one FCS, which Oregon State already has Idaho State on the schedule for uh, 2024. So um, that is what I'm hearing is kind of plan A um, and wanting to kind of stick more independent because the Mountain West, if if that's the case, now I'm, I'm still trying to confirm if this is still on the table, but originally the Mountain West won it in exchange for a scheduling alliance. They wanted it that in two years, the PAC-2 would have to absorb the entire membership of the Mountain West. That makes no sense. Mm-hmm. Um, that is something Oregon State and Washington State cannot do. Um, and quite frankly, I don't like the idea of announcing a scheduling alliance because <laughs> it just puts out the narrative that Oregon State and Washington State are Mountain West schools. So, um, yeah. yeah, I don't. I, I know this is a narrative being pushed. Could I mean, are we going to see Mountain West teams on the schedule? Absolutely. But, you know, recruits are being told it's going to be more of a – an independent type schedule. Um, and, and they're excited about that. I've heard some potential big, big names. There's lots of programs out there with, with open dates. Um, so I, I do think maybe the national media is getting a little ahead of its skis here. Angie, when you take a look at that though, some, some of those big names, how much of this, as we get closer and closer to the, the obviously the 12 team playoff and, and what will probably end up being super conferences. When you look at how scheduling is going to look for the next two years how many of those big schools are going to want to play in Oregon State because they're looking it's kind of a double-edged sword is Oregon State's probably too good of a school to like yeah you want to bolster your resume you want to make it look good but you don't want to pick up an early season or a mid-season loss against a Jonathan Smith program that's been getting better and better and better every single year yeah yeah I mean it is a double-edged sword but um, you know quite frankly if Oregon State and Washington State announced they're going Mountain West there's not going to be players or Jonathan Smith or other coaches on the staff to even to be there. I mean, it would yeah. be a death blow. So, um, and I'm not trying to be doom and gloom here, um, but you know what? Ideally, what I see happening is Oregon State goes independent, Washington State the two go independent for two years, cobble together a, a decent schedule. I see this all blowing up again in two years when the yeah. ACC. I mean, mm-hmm. we already know that Big Ten and SEC are going to be coming after guys. So, and then in two years, the Mountain West TV is. TV deal is done, so there's not the big buyout. Oregon State doesn't want the entire Mountain West. Yeah. Could would they like to have a San Diego State, a Fresno State, Boise State, possibly like a, a UNLV? Mm-hmm. Yes, that makes sense. Um, and then possibly Cal and Stanford might want to come crying back. Or um, I mean, there's a lot of and, and more teams even you yeah. know that'll be opened up. So two years kind of gives you that. Um, if they can cobble it together, it gives you kind of the the plan in place to make some big moves and really put together a, a good competitive West coast power type conference. Um, if, if they decide to do a, a reverse, I mean, it, the way I see a, an alliance, if it is like the way that, that the mountain West was trying to sell it because they don't want to see their teams picked apart. No. That it doesn't make sense for Oregon state and Washington state, especially right now with the momentum they have coming off the, the win in, in Washington court. Angie Machado, beaverblitz.com is our guest. We were talking about this earlier in the show, and I want to get your thoughts on this because it's a weird time to do it, but if you take that 30,000-foot view of of where Oregon State's football program is, I think that this time is so pivotal not to jump to any conclusions like you're saying one way or the other – is we were had this discussion. I believe Oregon State's football program is in the healthiest spot it has ever been. We've seen great runs by Oregon State, but is this the healthiest that the program top to bottom has been? Absolutely. You know, and, and for all those people that were worried when all this fell apart back in August about how it would re- affect recruiting, 
it hasn't. Um, I'm not going to say that Oregon State's not going to lose a, a player or two or a coach or two. But, um, you know, when you, when you stop, step back and actually look, these players are being told they're going to be playing in, in a competitive conference, not going down to the Mountain West. Mm-hmm. Um, they know that they can be developed at Oregon State. I mean, and it's actually helped. Um, you know, Oregon State picked up a commitment from the top Oregon 2025 player, Baron Naon from West Lynn. Washington was all over him. And, and one of the big reasons he chose Oregon State was, aside from the coaching, was the fact that his family could see him play and not have to travel across the country every other week. So, um, you know, I think that's going to come into play too. A lot of these sports, a lot of these programs, um, you know, and a lot of schools jump ship quickly trying to, to save themselves, but um, the, the ramifications are going to be reverberating as far as travel and fan engagement and so many other aspects when you're, you know, traveling to um, state college, Pennsylvania or Rutgers, or, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of deals there that, maybe aren't a deal if you're um, a volleyball player or a baseball player. Well, going from across the country and in, in fan perspectives to very local, uh, the Beavs have a monumental matchup against Washington coming up where they have the opportunity to not only play spoiler, but to throw themselves smack dab in the middle of, of, of a Pac-12, Pac-12 race. Uh, or Pac-10 yeah. race down the street, Pac-2, whatever you want to call it. There's too many names now. <laughs> they have a Pacific Coast Conference race. Uh, if they they can play spoiler in in, in two out of three weeks, and they yeah. have a real opportunity. Washington's coming in as a one and a half point favorite, so they're uh, uh, what a one and a half point favorite on a neutral site. And Oregon State is well. Hey, when did you check that? Because I looked today on CBS, and Oregon State is a two and a half point favorite. Hey, hey. oh, I'm looking at. I'm, you know what? You're you're right. I just did. I looked at the open. I have not looked at the live. Yeah, line. the open. Yeah, opening Washington was. Um, it's it's changed about four points. So they, since since it opened, it, it kind of shows you where the public is sitting at least right now. That that Washington team is certainly uh, explosive offensively, and this Oregon State team is missing what made kind of defined last year's team in the secondary that you would think is like, oh, this is this clinical matchup. How does this Oregon State team go in and dictate to Washington and throw their hat in the ring and not only be disruptive just for being disruptive sake, but legitimately throw those, themselves into uh, a Pac-12 fight? Yeah, I think this is actually a really good matchup for Oregon State. I think being at home is huge. This may be the craziest we've seen Research Stadium. I mean, I look back to the, the USC game last year, and that was half a stadium that was pretty rowdy, but this game is going to be nuts. Um, so I think that helps. I think the weather is going to play a huge part of that mm-hmm. um, because Oregon State's run game is, is you know, I, I see Oregon State's run game being a lot better than Washington's run game. So, you know, you mentioned Oregon State secondary. I think they are improved. You know, when we talked in, in August, I so that was kind of the question mark, but I think they've kind of stepped up, shown that they are actually maybe not a step behind as, as we thought going in. And then I love the way Oregon State's pass rush has actually developed over the past few weeks. You know, John, um, Andrew Chatfield is, is bringing pressure. Calvin Hart, Easton Mascarenas. I mean, these guys, you know, you pressure Michael Penix. I mean, Washington's shown they are not winning games by a lot of points. They are right on the verge of, of you know, not being there. So um, a great team, and Oregon State's going to have to bring their effort. But I think, you know, if the weather becomes a factor, if noise is a factor, I like Oregon State's chances to stop the run and pressure Penix, maybe making a bad decision. Love it. I, this game is is everything. And, you know, these two teams, they played two really tight games the last couple of years as well. And, I mean, that yeah. makes it a little bit more fun when you have – 
two teams that they've matched up really well. The Styles make fights, and they have had some great knockout, dragout fights that have gone the distance over the last two weeks. And this one, it has high stakes for both of these teams. What would it mean for Jonathan Smith to have the first back-to-back 10-win seasons in, in program history? Oh, it's huge. You know, I, I think he's not really even thinking about that maybe right now, but um, like you said, it's just a huge um, accomplishment. And, and top to bottom, when was the last time we've seen Oregon State um, with, with this strong of a program? <laughs> yeah. So um, it, it's huge. And like I said, going into Washington, his old employer, um, you know, he spent a lot of time up, up being the offensive coordinator with Washington. So um, there's, you know, definitely some friendly friendly lines there. But um, yeah, I think about last year, it was a three-point loss. It was It was contested. Um, if you remember, Oregon State made a comeback, scored a mm-hmm. touchdown, and then the power went out. Um, it was, and then it was like a 15-minute delay before they got the power back on. It was a kind of, or the lights went out. It wasn't even the power; the lights went out. So um, there's been some some big games. I, I think back to 2007 at Reeser, um, Evanson Bernard was, you know, over the line for a touchdown. Referees said he wasn't. If you remember, if, I don't know if you guys were around, but that the, the amount yeah. of booze that came, I, I, I imagine the atmosphere at Reeser to be close to that level. I It'll hope, be nuts. I hope it is because, like, this is the atmosphere. This is the game. Like, it, it was amazing. That Utah game, you felt that buzz and you felt that energy. And then it was like, wait, they're just – they're mopping the floor with them. Like yeah, this isn't yeah. fun anymore. Yeah. I, I hope that you get that for the for the whole three and a half hours because it has the it has the billing to go the distance in that way, and that would just be a raucous environment. Um, one more, one last thing before we let you go, Angie. And I, I this is a question that we've all all we've talked about is scheduling for football. What about the other sports, and where is the best landing spot in your mind for everything else? Yeah, no, I, I do think that they are going to. We will see some type of a scheduling alliance, whether that be with the, the you know, West Coast Conference for baseball potentially. I've heard even you know Big Twelve for wrestling. I mean, I think we're going to see kind of a piecemeal um, scheduling kind of agreements with some other these other conferences. Um, you know, for gymnastics, wrestling, volleyball, um, but football is kind of your big one. Um, but I do, I think, just as far as ease of travel um, and get these guys, you know, baseball. You know, there's some good baseball played on the West Coast, West Coast Conference, um, and and across the you know, smaller schools that are still making it to Omaha. So, um, in fact, I was laughing because I was like, wait, who in the Big Ten even plays baseball? Exactly. I mean, honestly. So, um, no. So it's it's an interesting you know dynamic. That is kind of the direction I've been hearing that we'll see. Um, but obviously, everyone's waiting for football and. You know, my my hope is in the next two weeks there's something because Oregon State needs to have something out there solid um, before that transfer portal opens and, and signing day happens in a month. Angie Machado, BeaverBlitz.com. You can uh, find her. She'll be at Reeser come Saturday when Washington and the fifth-ranked team in the country rolls in to take on the number 11 Oregon State Beavers. Have a great one. We appreciate you taking the time for us today. Hey, thanks, guys. There she is, Angie Machado, BeaverBlitz.com. Look. In Ross Dellinger, when Ross Dellinger says something, right, everybody says, hey, he's the reporter of note for college football. Scheduling alliance is a bridge too far for For what we should call what Oregon State and Washington State are going to do football-wise. Every other sport, they absolutely need an alliance because you need to have that. It's more independence with picking up some of those Mountain West programs as well. And there's definitely the... the Oregon State and Washington State are, are, are both being careful with that wording because they know, and Angie's spot on, if they get lumped into that, mm-hmm. it's the end. Mm-hmm. 
and they know that. And that's 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 the part of this process is we talked about a little bit earlier, like the branding and then the ability to like present themselves in a way that if something changes, mm-hmm. they keep progressing. Does that door open back up to the Big Twelve? Yep. Um, I'm looking here. I'm counting up two, four, six, eight. There's eleven games on Notre Dame's schedule right now. They can play twelve. Huh? Mm. Mm. Open date, first week in October. There you go. That'd be fun. Um, all right. Let's uh <clears throat> Great stuff from Angie. Appreciate it. And I think it's good to get that insight and that little bit of um, substance to what is being reported out there right now. 503-864-6326. That is the Vancouver Ford text line. Um, one more thing in college football. I want to get to Blazers. We'll we'll get to – I want a big chunk of Blazers in, in the 2 o'clock hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, but coming up next, the NCAA continues to not do right by student-athletes next on The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Danny and Dusty on the fan. All right. Uh, thanks to Angie Machado, BeaverBlitz.com, for joining us, uh, giving us some insight on what may be going on with the scheduling out of Oregon State and Washington State, and not necessarily the alliance, but a hybrid Mountain West schedule that they could be playing, and a big one coming up this weekend in research. Can't wait for that game. That's going to be awesome. Um, the NCAA, they want you to know that they're about the student-athlete, right? Oh, what indeed. they do for the student-athlete. Well, uh, we're going to go and pee in their Cheerios, because mm. the NCAA rejected today the postseason waiver that... Jacksonville State and James Madison, along with Tarleton State, had requested. They are not bowl eligible or postseason eligible because there is a very antiquated and stupid rule that says you are in a probationary period for the first two years of becoming an FBS program. And that excludes you from postseason play. If anybody's been following along, with what James Madison has done from FCS power to now jumping up to the FBS level, the Dukes are 10 and 0, outscoring their opponents 343 to 182, and sit atop the Sun Belt Conference. They are not bowl eligible this year, and the NCAA declined their waiver. They weren't bowl eligible last year, despite the fact that their merits 
had had said they should have been been, a bowl team. The NCAA is just saying, no, these are the rules and this is what we're doing. This rule was put into place because back in the day they were afraid that a school would say, we've got a one-year run. We've got a two-year run. We're going to be really good and we're going to move up to the F. Mm. We're going to move up to the higher level and then we're going to jump back down right when we're not good enough again. Yeah. This is not doing right by the student athletes. No. You you now have two senior classes at James Madison that should have been going to a bowl game mm-hmm. that do not have the opportunity to go and play in a bowl mm-hmm. game because you just say no, no, because you're new. Because a bunch of blue hairs who had their head up their butt decided, man, that's and this this is the NCAA in a <sighs> nutshell. It's not only this. And by the way, Rich Rodriguez coached Jacksonville State, which is insane. They are seven and three, um, bowl eligible. Including also former Michigan uh, head coaches, Brady Hoke is now retiring. Yeah, she, forced retirement. We talked about yeah, that. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So Michigan everywhere. Michigan coaches in the news. Yeah. Um, did you see how many NCAA basketball waivers were denied? No. Oh, buddy. Well, James the transfers. Ma- it's it's. Oh the, really? Oh, the NCAA. Look, man. It's it's no secret when it comes to me. I hate the NCAA. It does not need to exist as it currently does. It, the people who run it are stubborn, stuck in their ways. And you can say, oh, they're a rules institution. That's what they should kind of be. No, 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 no. That's why we have judges that exist. If we did everything by the law, by the book, everywhere, mm-hmm. we wouldn't be a functioning society. You have to have a general understanding of intent of law. And that's why we have precedent, and that's why we change things. That's why we allow things to progress forward is because you don't have to be this asinine, this stupid, this ridiculous over and over and over again. I just don't know. The NCAA has not given any reason why. Why is this rule intact? What good does this rule do? I would like to know that because if what they're trying to do is stop teams from jumping up temporarily and then going happened? back down, then why don't you punish them when they go back down? Yes. Right? Why are they punishing them at all? Because if you have, if you are able to compete at that highest level, why not allow them to do it? And the, the NCAA has never given a reason. They have not. They're, because there is no good reason. And this is where I go back to for... An institution that says that they are for the good of the student-athlete and promoting sports and student-athletes. What are they doing to actually do that? Like, think back to Tez Walker, Mm -hmm. the North Carolina receiver. Are they doing right by student-athletes by denying him his waiver? No. No. And then doubling down on it and then tripling down on it and then reversing course because of information that had come to light because public backlash was so strong yes. that they said okay we kind of have to that like that that's what that, the, that's, what I'm that's talking not about. doing this, right this, by student athletes and and this is where you need to go it, when was the last time they did Dusty? everything it, they do by their party planning committee that that they do which is putting on all of these events i mean that is the end college sports wouldn't exist without them as we know them. And that, I mean, that's true. When was the last time they did a right by the student athlete when a case was presented to them? <clears throat> you know, and it, that is a good question. That's a very good question. And I'm sure there are a lot of them where they do approve the waiver. They do. We just hear about the ones that they don't. Right. 
they're they're because they're piling up. But I, I know. But you hear about the ones that they don't. But we, we rarely do hear about the ones that are good. But then again, what are they going to the board for if they're trying to do? Hey, we want to do this great thing. Let's go. Like you know, there was a thing that Bo Nix right in NIL. Um, he has this new deal with Seven Eleven, like the Cleats Crew program, where they 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 donate. Uh, I don't know like money and cleats to Children's Miracle Network in the hospital in Eugene. Um, But after the campaign ended, he's continuing to donate his NIL money to the Children's Miracle Network. Mm -hmm. Like he's doing really good in in the community. We don't hear about things like that, right? We just hear about the awful things that NIL will do to college sports and how it's going to absolutely ruin the sport, ruin the game, right? Yeah, Yeah, we don't hear about the good things because the good things, they get lost in the wash, right? Those those all those all get those are all just like cast aside. So I'm sure the NCAA does do some things that are good. We just don't hear about them. But what we do hear is the things that every single person looks at each other and go, "Why, why do you exist? Why, why do you exist? why why say no? Why why do this just to drag somebody else yeah. down? There's no point in that. And that's the thing. And there's a lot of things and like they that. Do that endlessly. It, that is the issue. What is amazing to me though. Is that they keep doing it? Yes. Like, and there's no nobody in the room is going, guys. Maybe we should change this. Maybe we should change what like, yeah. how we operate. And why would it be like a a full sale change in lifting this probationary period? Because again, like this texture points out, James Madison also beat Michigan State in basketball. Mm-hmm. Like they are probably going to be in the driver's seat to win the Sun Belt in basketball yeah. as well, and they won't be able to go like to the NCAA tournament. I don't know. Well, Don, it sounds like there's going to be lawyers involved. Well, there should be lawyers involved. So, involved. Uh, there should be. The Virginia Attorney General, Jason... Uh, Jason Momoa. <laughs> Close. No. Jason Myers, oh. uh, but it's spelled <clears throat> very differently, sent a demand letter to the NCAA uh, threatening legal action if James Madison was not granted full bowl eligibility waiver. So it looks like that since they have denied it now, uh, the lawsuit has not been filed, but the letter from Hunt and Andrews Kurth uh, this is from the athletic. Dude, from the athletic. that is the most lawyer name ever. Say Hunt, that again. Hunton, H-U-N-T-O-N, Andrews mm. Kurth, yeah. LLP. Okay. Uh, states the attorney general engaged the firm to represent GMU and claims a lawsuit would, lawsuit would show denying full bowl eligibility to the Dukes violates antitrust laws. See, there we go. Do right by student athletes. Lawyers please. will be involved. All right. <clears throat> there we have it. All right. Coming up next, uh, something you would think the NCAA did, but it's actually not the NCAA, but it's postseason college stupidity. We'll get to that and more, but first, here's Russ with the Sports Center update. It's time for today's worst day on the web with Danny and Dusty on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Well, that sucks. Well, you know, I'm, 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 I'm coming off the bench a little sore, so, you know, the tease, I, I had it a little wrong. I thought it was the conference mm. no. that's been the coach. In fact, it is the NCAA doing something else also violently dumb. Yeah, we talked about this story last year when yeah. it happened. and Because we're like, come on. It was ridiculous at the time. And it's even more ridiculous now that they're enforcing it. But dumb gonna dumb. The dumb is gonna dumb. Ferris, Ferris State coach Tony Anise uh, has... D2. D2 has been suspended for what we talked about his actions yeah. last year. Not even his actions his players' actions, and what should be totally normal. So, for those that are unaware, McKinney, Texas, is a national powerhouse uh, high school football program. 
they have a field that is better than most college facilities. Well, it is like down so D3 plays the Stag Bowl. I think that they they might be at McKinney now too, but they were at uh they used to play down in Texas as well in these high school stadiums that are insane. Yes. Like Football Scoop just released a, a big it did a big thing on high school coaches salaries in the greater Houston area. Mm-hmm. And like yeah, the average figures. the average high school head coach in the Houston area is gets paid $135,000 a year. <laughs> To just coach football, not not even to be like a teacher who coaches, but like a coach. No, I and I've talked to some coaches that are down there, and it's basically like one of the unwritten rules is that if you have a coach uh, that gets fired, you leave your teaching position if you're an assistant. So like you're tied with your head coach wherever he goes, you go type deal. So even if you're a so teacher you got to be like school. ride or die. Yeah, because the the next head coach who comes in is and he bring brings his, his staff. own staff in, they need those teaching positions for those guys too cuz they're not paying the $135,000 a year like he is. Good god. Yeah, it's wild down there. It's a different world, but they have really nice stadiums that the NCAA says, "Hey, can we use these?" Can we use these? And so, but you have to remember, it's a high school facility. Yeah. So, Ferris State wins the title last year, uh and they light cigars in the locker room. Yeah, because everybody is over 18. Yes, and you do what you do when you're a college kid after you watch Joe mm-hmm. Burrow light that cigar at LSU yep. looking like an absolute G, and you throw it up on on, on the gram, you throw yep. it up on TikTok because that's what you do because you're a kid and you're living it up. And it was back-to-back national titles yes. they won. and so you're, 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 you're feeling yourself. Like, yeah. you're, you should. Mm-hmm. You're a kid. That's what this is all about, having fun. Well... There is a strict anti-tobacco policy because it is a high school facility, which, get the bleep out of here. Yeah, you can't tell me that uh, you don't have some of those $135,000 head coaches dipping on the field, in the locker room, all over the place there. Uh, Every one of them. Yeah. Every single one. But they're not smoking cigars. But there's also, they ordered that that, uh, Ferris State had to pay a $2,500 fine. Mm Mm-hmm. And a $15,400 cleaning and repair fee. Now, the stink, room. man. Yeah, they do. They do stink. Now, the remember, the cleaning and repair, that was also because uh, it's the players were taking down the pulling down the NCAA signage and taking it home with them, mm-hmm. too. Remember, that was part of this whole deal? So that was part of the repair fees that they kind of ripped stuff part off of the, the wall, wall yeah. too. Which I get. Yeah, that, that part of it, fine. But what is insane is that there, the head coach. We haven't even got to this part yet. He got suspended at Ferris State. Was suspended by the NCAA, but it wasn't for a game, just any game. He was suspended for the first playoff game this season, which is absolutely bonkers. Because again, the NCAA had his head up its rear end. That is ridiculous. What are we doing? What what student athlete purpose is being served here? Uh, See now, this is the part where, I'll, where I will agree with you. I think suspending him for the first playoff game is ridiculous. They should have done it for their first game. First this game season. of the season, yeah, right? yeah. That's yeah. it. And as far as the cigar thing goes, I really, yeah, it's not a big deal. But look, follow the rules of the. You've district. got rules, yeah. yeah. Not only the district, but how many states can you? You know, are you barred from smoking inside anywhere? Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. I get the I get the celebration. It's college kids, though. Yeah, they're gonna college kid. Yeah. And, like, if it was something where, and I think that they were warned to stop one time and they didn't, mm-hmm. and I think that's why they came down so heavy-handed on yeah. him. Oh, no way. College but kids didn't listen. At the Whoa. same time, it's like, 
live. Thought, who thought you're going to get suspended for the next playoff yeah. game the yeah. next year? Now they have to go to Grand Valley State. That's the part that seems like it's severe which, overreach. Because the the smaller classifications, uh, so Division Three, Division Two, they regionalize your playoff games so travel isn't as expensive, right? Grand Valley State is a national power. Grand Valley State is where Brian Kelly was when Brian Kelly started. His run as a head coach, right? Brian Kelly went from Grand Valley State to Central Michigan and then to Cincinnati and then parlayed that into Notre Dame and in now LSU. Like, it has been a national power for years. So this isn't just like, hey, this is a two-time defending national champ that gets, you know, to play a team that has no tradition and got in by the hair of their chinny-chin-chin. No, it's a national power playing a national power in their first playoff game. And that's the, the... There's no purpose being served here other than the NCAA being ridiculous. Yeah. And that Here's a challenge to the NCAA. Don't. Whatever your nature is, don't. I love how much you hate them. I hate them with a fiery passion of a thousand suns because their function, it they go away from it. They they say they want to do X, Y, and Z, and they do A, B, and C. It's you just not be serious. They it, are. And that's the thing is like their natural inclination, whatever it is, is always the wrong thing. No cap. And I just, I, I can't wrap my head around that. But we do have, uh, in, in Worst Day on the Web News, uh, this isn't the biggest smoking update. Oh. Whoa. Did, no, no, quite literally. Smoking is, is, the, is, uh, is on the agenda. Oh, okay. What do we got here? Did you know, as of this morning, Snoop D-O-double-G. Yeah. After much consideration and conversation with my family, I've decided to give up smoke. Please respect my privacy at this time. Wow. Is that what it means when they say they don't want that smoke? Mm-hmm. Strictly edibles now for Snoop? <laughs> I, I am almost certain that this is coinciding with the launch of Snoop Dogg uh, dog treats. Yeah. Edibles. Oh, hey, Cheech and Chong need a main competitor. Uh, look, man. Construction Snoop's <laughs> he's going to send me some some better ads, that's for sure. He'll be L-I-V-I-N. But oh, I'll tell you what, uh, that has got to be a massive hit to the uh, marijuana uh, sales uh, cohorts in, in California. I would It'd be think a so. lot cooler if you did. I think it is. That is actually huge news. I mean, that's like, you you can actually, like, the, the per capita amount of weed just dropped like 7%. Oh! 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 That man smokes... Pounds. See, the gummy thing now makes sense because otherwise, why would he have made like an entire graphic to announce that he's giving up smoke? I mean, well, because I mean that because it's religion, man. <laughs> that, that, I mean, you're that's not wrong. why. That's why when you're talking Snoop, it it is his religion, you know. <laughs> but yeah, that's our carnage in the streets. That's our that's our update in smokes. Um, Perfect. Well, one guy that apparently doesn't want the smoke. Uh, Miles Bridges has thoughts and, and opinions on what people think and say about him and how he can fix his image after being, well, a completely trash human being. We'll get to that and more coming up on Danny and Dusty, Danny the Fan. Ha! Holocaust from the land of the lost. Behold the pale horse. Or cook. Follow me. Wu-Tang gotta be. The best thing since Starks and Clark Wallabies. African killer bees. Black watch. On your radio, blowing out your watch. Danny Clark and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080. The Fan. I like a no matter how much I may want it, uh, Miles Bridges just won't shut the hell up. Miles Bridges is the forward for the Charlotte Hornets, who really just quite ne- literally needs to shut up and drink. He's a horrible human being, and who beat the living crap out of his girlfriend in front of his in front of his newborn child. 
Yep, he's a horrible human being, and I don't know how or why, but he's getting a third chance with the Charlotte Hornets. Yes. Because I and I don't know the third chance is because he beat the hell out of her one time, and then remember, just like a month ago, uh, he threw pool ba- pool balls. Yes, pool balls at her car with the kid in the car. Yeah, as she was leaving his house. Yeah, and the Hornets were like, you know what? I think we're going to bring him back. Yeah, and Steve Clifford had a terrible quote over the weekend uh, talking about how when he, when asked how how it was, how tough it was going to be to integrate him after his off the court issues, and he didn't address them at all, and basically said, uh, "Well, we need points and rebounds." That uh, that's awful. Yeah, but of all the paths that he could have taken, he decided to take the dumbest. One thing that we do know, though, is there is that sliding scale of your skill to the awful things that you do mm-hmm. in sports, and it's 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 one thing that I hate about uh, sports, but it is very true, and we live it all the time. And this is why it's like I believe in second chances. I believe that people make mistakes. Uh huh. I, I and I wholeheartedly believe that people can change yes i do do believe that there's certain things though that i just won't root for you anymore and this is one of them no yeah no beating the living hell out of a woman is is definitely high on that list yeah Yeah, that's not a mistake that's a decision and he said i know a lot of people feel some type of way about me being back and i understand that which again as as this goes on you're like okay that's good it'll be a while before i gain their trust back Uh so i'm just gonna go out there and play if i get some more wins people's perspective will change see he he was it was no man doing good doing good okay like i'm gonna go out there and play then you follow it up with something along the lines of i've got a lot of work to do on myself i need to show that i can be a part of this community Mm -hmm. that i understand what it means to be a man yeah but but instead he went with points rebounds and wins and jesus christ what are you doing? He said the quiet part out loud, but he's not wrong. There will be people that will be like, "Ah, well, he can ball," and there are there are people that that are like that, and, and that's insane. what the Hornets are banking on. It's in, and that look, you can talk about the the, the yeah. issues that Trailblazers have had and poverty franchise, blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Here's what an actual poverty franchise looks like. Yeah, this is this is what a poverty this franchise is disgusting. looks like. That no matter what, and look. I'm not saying that that, that the, the there aren't other teams and other leagues that aren't willingly doing stuff like this. The NFL exists on this moral standard. Yep. They have trumped and run these guys out over and over and over. Yeah. But yeah. my God, it is not... The bar is the floor. You don't need... It, it's not that high to clear with this stuff. Yeah. Because, because we've done such a horrible job as a society with this. Yep. Yeah. Just stick to the talking points and shut the hell up. Yeah. Right. It's not that difficult. Just like, yeah, it literally it just, it, it makes my freaking knuckles curl up, man. It's like, what are you doing? No. And he's not going to get, win me back no matter what he does. And there's a lot of people that are going to be on the same, like, Yesterday, we talked about Deshaun Watson and his shoulder injury. And, like, uh, does that hurt for him? Yeah. that Does that suck for him? Yeah, it sure does. By not rooting for him. And I never will. I'm not going to root for him to get hurt. I don't feel bad when he does, though. And I don't feel bad. Like, no, it, no. Just like when he does something good. I don't. This I'm is the not going to acknowledge good, bad, or indifferent because I don't. I cannot root for Deshaun Watson. I will not root for Miles Bridges. I appreciate. I appreciate Miles Bridges for this. He let me know who he is. Yeah, that he does not care. Hmm. That it's about money and it's about 
basketball, and it's not about anything else. That's true. Let me know that you are the scumbag that I that I thought you were, mm-hmm. so that I can move on, oh, and that did. I and then I can and I can absolutely call you that, and no. 100% certainty that that's, that's your character. That's who you are. Very true. So, all right, there we go. All right, coming up next, it's 2 o'clock. It's Thursday afternoon, which is time for us to get our picks in. Coming up next on Danny and Dusty, Danny the Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 